Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. America's Diesel Podcast. Brought to you by Diesel Power Products. America's Diesel Superstore. No salesmen, just enthusiasts. Dieselpowerproducts.com. Your number one source for all things diesel. So, Tyler, um, <laughs> tell me about the condition of your rear end right now. <laughs> All right. Um, as you know, I've, I've, been, I've been having some, I'm not going to call it chronic back pain, but I've got, I've got something going on in my back um, that's, uh, that's not too enjoyable. Um, but anyways, so I've been put, I, I put Icy Hot on my back. I went a little low this time. <laughs> and uh, maybe it was a little too active after I put Icy Hot on because I went out to the shop and I was doing some things. And I, I sat back down on my desk. And I'm like, "What happened? To, what, what's going on with me? Why are why are why are my butt cheeks icy cold right now? <laughs> and it feels like I'm sitting in a babbling brook. Babbling like, well, brook. The icy hot has made its way in between my cheeks, and that is so. Tyler <laughs> has quite feeling. the absolute opposite of upper butt crack sweat. It may be sweating right now. I have no idea because it's just like went from icy to hot, obviously. <laughs> And so it maybe it maybe you know what maybe I just got a sweaty bum maybe I don't know. So that's uh, <laughs> if you're wondering how Tyler's rear is doing, that's the very beginning of this episode. Update. <laughs> Update. Uh, thanks for tuning in. This is Ben and Tyler from America's Diesel Podcast, produced and brought to you by Diesel Power Products. <laughs> hey, uh, today's episode. Ah, before we get into that, yes, uh, make sure and check us out on all the normal podcast uh, mediums. So Google Play, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify. Uh, you can also see us on YouTube if you actually like to look at our handsome faces. Uh, you can see Tyler's in awkwardness because there's icy hot going on his butt currently. Yeah. <laughs> um, Embrace it. If you have questions <laughs> or want to uh, leave a comment or interact with us about you know a certain part of a certain episode, YouTube is the best place to do it. I know everybody's driving people to watch YouTube and whatnot right now, but we're not doing it for the monetization part of it. We actually our videos, our monetization is turned off. 
That's why you don't see ads usually on them and, and stuff like that. But it's just the best way for us to like, if you leave a comment, I can see it. I get an alert. I can type back. It's that easy. Yeah. Rather than leaving a random comment where you listen to it from like podcast.us.phone. Whatever signal. Yeah. And I'm, I'm never going to see it. So uh, well, maybe everybody's talking trash over there. And we just can't. Who cares? Whatever. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> so, uh, Man, I, I really want to get in the episode, but I feel like I'm missing some part of the intro. Um, yeah, leave a five-star review. Ah. Screenshot that. Send it to Tyler at usepowerproducts.com. We will send you a sticker that looks just like the logo on our cup. Make sure to include an address and a picture of your truck so we can send that super sweet sticker to I'm sorry for the people that have been waiting. We did get them in, and I just need to get back there and get them shipped out. It's free. All right. <laughs> <laughs> a bad review about your free sticker. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so this episode is a very exciting episode. Uh, for me, personally, I think it was for Tyler, too. We actually had a really good time. Yeah. But um, uh, in some of our previous episodes, you heard me talk about, you know, I am officially looking for an excursion now. I have been for, I'd say, about two months. Yeah. It's yeah roughly two months. Two months. Um, as, as it's gotten closer to you know now, it's gotten uh, looking more and more and more. Budgeting was all there and whatnot. But uh, we found a couple of good deals, and I've kind of gone about them. But cardios, I like to be organic. Yeah, I don't want to force it to happen. You know, if it yeah. if it works, it works. Like the, and like no friction <clears throat> is the best kind of friction, especially especially when you, well, especially when you're dealing with a used car dealership. Yeah, yeah. Totally. There's a reason they call them like dealerships. Okay, yeah. and we're gonna we're gonna explain <laughs> why because this is this is this is pretty fun. And it was kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I, uh, I I I'm watching out for excursions. You know, we're, we're, let's let's set set the set the alarm. Or, but we're set going back stage. to like we're it was, it was like uh, Wednesday or Thursday last week, maybe Thursday or Friday or something like that. A particular excursion popped up. Um, I've I'm not sure. I don't feel like I want to put them on blast. You know what I mean? Like no, we won't we won't uh, we won't name the dealership per se. Uh, it was in the inland northwest Spokane Core Lane area. We'll yeah. put it that way. Yeah, like yeah. That, it, that, that's Fair it. enough. We're, yeah, I don't. Obviously, it's it's where we live. Okay, yeah. <laughs> you can probably figure that <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah, we didn't drive five hours to go look at an excursion, yeah. but <laughs> um, so I found this pretty cool excursion. It was a two thousand. Uh, it was already lifted. It was white. Um, you know, the pictures made it look not bad. Yeah, it had a really unique rear bumper on it. Yeah, it would look like a factory bumper, but it was one that I hadn't seen uh, before, and it was all paint matched. Mm-hmm. And it had uh, the Everything but the chrome part of the front bumper was all paint matched. Like it was a cool looking rig. It was all white. It was pretty cool. It was definitely not bad. Yeah. Um, it, it was enough to pique my interest, and they were asking fifteen for it. And this is kind of the going rate for you know most of these excursions. But yeah, it. Uh, <laughs> I could have swore when I first saw the the mileage on it said one sixty three because that's what really caught my eye. Yeah. But then the next morning when I went to send it to Tyler, it said two oh eight. So I wasn't. I mean, I saw it literally like at midnight. So I, I, yeah. I mean, contacts were out. I was laying on my side. I mean, I don't, who knows? But um, either way, it, it was one sixty three to. I would rather have one sixty three, obviously. But two hundred eight is still within my like what I was thinking budget wise for it. Yeah. Um, so me and Tyler are looking at it, and uh, well, let's back up. First thing, this is this is probably one of my. This is this is actually something that I would recommend people doing. Mm-hmm. We showed up to this uh, used car lot before they opened. And we got. Oh, you're to, even. You're way ahead of me now, or way beyond me. I'm. I'm not even there yet. Oh, you're. Not, we haven't even left yet. We haven't even left oh. yet. We haven't even. It's not even Saturday yet. Oh, all right. Yeah. Back okay. up. Damn, dude. So th- <laughs> this is this is how you know I, I I go about my friends network with stuff like this. You know I, so I saw the dealership and 
Um, me and Tyler were like combing over the pictures. I Facebook messaged them. They they sent me more pictures like pretty, pretty, pretty quickly. Like yeah. good for them. Like thank you. I I greatly appreciate that. Um, I looked over it more and more. Saw the Carfax on it and, and whatnot. Um, so that was like Thursday, I think it was Thursday ish. And then um, I reached out to uh, Lenny at Dynamite Diesel just because you know it, I I thought he might have known the dealership that we were going to. I was like, hey, you know. Yes, no, maybe so. He's like, I haven't really heard anything. I assume, okay. I was like, All right, fine. Um, and I was also talking to my buddy Brian. Um, used to work here back in the day, still real good friends. Uh, he actually works for Snap-on now, runs a route. And he he was like, man, I'm going to be up that way. Um, you know, if I have time, I'll just at least stop by and look at it, you know, yeah. see if the pictures are just not doing you justice. And I mean, all I wanted him to do really was just like, just even if he just drove by it and just make sure like, it's not dented on one side and I didn't show it in the picture or something like that. Just make sure it's not all clapped out. Exactly. Basically. Like he didn't even, I didn't even need him to talk to anybody. He just, just look at it. That's all. Just, just look at it. Um, <laughs> and then, so it went later on in the day and whatnot. He actually ended up being able to stop by and this is where things got really interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so he, he messages me at like five thirty on Friday. Yeah. Before me and Ben have even, you know, I haven't looked at it. I haven't looked point. at it. We, we decided that we were going to, Oh, I got to preface this a little bit. Of course, you know how I roll about this. Thursday night, once I, you know, made more moves on it, I went home and I talked to my wife. I'm not, yeah. I'm being 100% honest with you guys. I went home, talked to my wife, make sure she's on board because we're a team, damn it. And that's what we do. Yeah. So got the green light from her. She's like, I trust you. I see what you got going on here. Okay. All right. Cool. Um, so then uh, Friday, Brian stops by and looks at it and he calls me. He's like, dude, here's what I got for you. All right. So uh, it's got good tread on the tires. You can tell it from the pictures. Um, transmission cooler's got a little bit of seepage leak on it. Um, valley's a little wet, so it's got some oil and fuel probably going on in there or whatnot. Uh, it's got a an edge tuner glued to the dashboard that's not hooked up. Like, there's no cable going to it. <laughs> and it's leather. Uh, it's got it had, it had Well, it had best stop steps, which are very yeah. similar to, like, the amp steps on it. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, okay. you know. Um, and then he said he didn't get to take it for a drive, but he did able he was able to get the keys and start it. And he's like, cold start issues. You know, it took you know three or four times to get this thing going. Like lots of white smoke coming out. So I'm thinking to myself, like, perfect. All issues that I'm probably going to end up doing myself anyways, because that's routine maintenance on those trucks. I'm assuming yeah. it's going to happen with that. So I'm like, all right. And then he hits me with, yeah. And then they told me it was tuned and deleted. <laughs> and I was like. did you say they said this 7-3 excursion was tuned and deleted he goes oh f yeah bud (laughs) i was like oh my god God." yeah so i immediately like in san or uh mark and uh dylan were like ben you gotta shut up they could hear me just like like boner through the desk like yeah. oh my this is this this is a situation i've been waiting for like, yeah someone who doesn't know what they have at all and then to have like a couple of guys like us come in there and be like okay here's what you got like and you know you, you would think at that point with someone that doesn't know what they have and you're gonna go in there and school them you may be able to get a little bit better price out of it you're, you're, you know you're the negotiations are leaning towards heavy on your side of things with, with something like that but also just yeah going into it knowing that and knowing what i'm getting into yeah you know and so Saturday morning comes around, uh, or they, and Brian even said he's like, I wouldn't mind going with you. I'm like, cool. He's like, I'll bring my scan tool. I'm like, <laughs> oh god, yeah. Because I was be just good. gonna bring like my tools, you know, basic tools and like my edge insight. Because you can tell a lot with an edge insight about what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so we get there like 
I think they open at 10. We got there at like 9.30, 9.45-ish. Yeah. And we're already there combing over the truck before anybody's even in the dealership. Um, doors the, unlocked. We're the already, doors are unlocked. Hoods open. <laughs> we're like, me and Tyler are going buck on this thing, just yeah. going through everything. everywhere. Because at this time, it's it's almost like they can't tell what we're doing. They can't tell what we're looking at. Like, okay, all right. And then uh, sales, car salesperson. Yeah. I don't want to sound – it was a female. I don't want to sound sexist. Like uh, – Sales lady. We're going to call it sales lady. Okay. Um, I'll touch more on that later on. Phrasing. Phrasing. <laughs> I am not touching that. Yeah. Um, anyways. Uh, and so um, she comes up and we get the keys. She takes my license for a test, you know, go to a test drive and whatnot. Brian comes up and like pulls out this brand new snap on. Like, like how much did he say? It's like was? a $9,000 yeah. scanner. This thing just brand connect, new, dude. Connects like, to Wi Fi, does all this other stuff. And I'm just like, damn, Brian, like it, we are going to find out everything on this. Yeah. Um, so he pulls up and, and, you know, he starts scanning stuff. Haven't even started the truck yet. Colt's like, hasn't, haven't even tried starting it. And he's, you know, a couple error codes coming up as. There was for like be, a glow plug. It has to be expected for a cold yeah. start issue truck. And so we start getting into it more and then we get it started after two or three tries. And then we start taking it for a drive. And instantly, first thing, you know, this thing was lifted or it is lifted, you know, and it, it's driving just like a shitty lifted truck normally does. Yeah. Wheels cocked one side barrel, you know, it just has a weird sort of <sighs> feel about it. Like it's something's not something's not right with you, it you know what i'm talking about if you've been there if you haven't yet then you'll eventually experience it and then you'll understand why we preach you know getting good parts for suspension yeah. um so i'm thinking to myself like, okay but i mean it's a leaf sprung truck you know it's i can switch those parts out that's not that big a deal whatever yeah. um and then we go to it's on like e the, i mean the, yeah. fuel, the fuel light's coming on so i'm like all right I'll, I'll go throw 20 bucks in the fuel tank it's not that big a deal we're gonna go for a pretty lengthy test drive because i'm i'm combing over this thing we're yeah. finding everything about yeah. it uh so we go to fill it up and we, you know, we start noticing when you got three guys in the car like three in tune mechanically oriented diesel guys like everybody except for me and there you you both brian have gone to diesel tech school yeah like i don't have any formal training mine is just all learn on the fly and so i'm you know and all very in tune to seven threes and diesels in general um everybody starts noticing stuff you know yeah. just there's little things here and there they hadn't even detailed it so it was like dirty it, as shit it was dirty inside. yeah like, i mean, can't hold that against them they, get, yeah we, they already said they're like we just got this and hasn't even been detailed yeah yet. we were looking past all that like that yeah. wasn't a deal breaker for ben you know the cleaning thing no no big deal but it was just we started noticing other things that, yeah. that kind of i don't know just started turn it just started turning sour quick <laughs> yeah and it, things like when we stopped to get fuel you know i put it in park and then we're at a little bit of a, a slant and yeah. it like i know when you put a vehicle in park you know it takes a little bit f- to engage and stop the vehicle yeah, that from little parking pole i swear this thing rolled like two and a half three feet yeah like it was we, we, we both looked at each other like that I, was a little weird like did i put it in neutral like what the what happened here yeah so okay all right all right we're just thinking like okay you know transmission is a little loose yeah okay we, we, and then i, I because that's when I told you when you're leaving, I was like, Ben, put your foot on the brake yeah. and, and the throttle. And trying to I just load the converter. Trying to load the converter. Because the converter just felt sloppy. Mm. It just felt sloppy. Um, and we, so we did that. And, it, you know, it, it, the converter, it started, it started, everything was working, but it was just, it felt weak. It yeah. felt weak. And I, I assume, I mean, it had like 
large wheels and tires on it. So I mean, it's and it wasn't geared. So you know, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm sure it's been just beat its whole life. Um, and then I, what did I say after that? I said, I was like, Ben, mad at, mad at, yeah, floor it, floor it all the way through the gears. And, and Brian's got the live data going on right now on the scan tool. We're just watching engine at this point, but yeah. Ben mats it, and it goes, it, it <laughs> goes through one, one two, goes through two, two to three shift, and it's and I. It caught us all off guard, but I did kind of feel like it was like, man, I feel like I should have shifted already. Then just goes, boom! Like, like all three of us. I thought the T case fell out. I, th- I like, thought a bumper came off. I thought like it was it, it was insane how hard that thing yeah. shifted from two to three. Like, did I just run over a log? Did I hit yeah. a pothole? Did we hit or someone? You know? <laughs> and so we're thinking to ourselves like, man, that, that there's no way that just happened. Like, so I. Th- I don't think I pulled over to look at it, but we're just kind of... No. Do it again. Yeah, we did. No, we pulled over <laughs> and gave it a quick look, and there wasn't any fluid coming out. Okay, so we kept driving and get out in a safe area. Yes, you know, I was planning on this thing basically blowing up on a test drive. So we go and do it again, you know, wood foot... Or now, and Brian uh, now was able to... We watched the, that on the way back. Yeah. So we stopped and did the injector test. But anyways, we did... Okay. We can... We At that point, we knew that we could recreate it every single time. Every time mm-hmm. you wood footed it or had like half throttle or more into that shift it was it, too, it was so it was bad. hellacious it was so bad like the worst like i thought the transmission in the suburban shifted bad like and hard and like mm-hmm. okay i know this tranny's like about to go out that was on a whole new level of like yeah. smack and it's not it, it wasn't like a performance firm shift <laughs> no. it, was, it was like clutches welded together uh not able to slip shift yeah you know what i mean like it, it was excuse me we'll, we'll yeah. get into that later <laughs> i'm getting all worked up now because I'm, I'm getting back in that headspace yeah um so we pull over and we got the the we pull over to like in, into a back parking lot and we were trying to get it on a lift because brian on one of his routes mm-hmm. there's a shop back there and we were hoping they were open so we could get it on a lift and, and look at it even closer but they were they weren't so we we sat in the parking lot and we started just fiddling with stuff trying to do some tests on it yeah all right, so yeah, we got this big badass, you know, snap-on scan tool. Might as well use some features on there. Yeah. Um, so we we tried to do at first we tried to do a contribution test, and then we remembered seven threes can't do a contribution test. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, so we uh, decided to do a buzz test. Um, so we did a buzz test uh, two times. First time we were inside the cab. Second time uh, Brian did it inside, and you and I stood outside. <clears throat> and there was like a little bit of variation between the injectors, but nothing that was like. Because a buzz test is just testing the electronic side of it, so yeah. it's, it's not. You still could have an injector that's not flowing properly, mm-hmm. which would have shown in a contribution test if we were able to do a contribution test on that engine. But we're just we're idiots. We, hey, we're you know we can't get ten for ten every time. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we did that, and you know and they sounded okay. And then on the drive back, uh, Brian was like, "Well, let's let's see what we can look." For transmission stuff because obviously you know seven threes don't have a whole bunch of trans it's not a super computer controlled transmission but let's see what we can find so we starts going in there and we're able to watch um transmission command we think it was command it doesn't it didn't actually say that it was just basically on the scan tool it was just like gear basically mm-hmm. uh, but I, we were watching it me and brian were watching it as you were driving shifting into first perfect second perfect and then once the two three shift came up you could literally see it say third <laughs> and then it was like what four seconds yeah. <laughs> and then it would finally shift and that was the only gear that did that so 
I don't know 100% if it was actually commanded. I would assume it would have to have been at that point, but, um, you know, maybe. Something's, it, something's going on. Something's going on. Enough to where it could have been just a broken spring in the accumulator. It could have been a piston. could have been Cross something. Leak or, could have been something even worse. Who knows? Yeah. E- either way. But at with, this with, point, at this point, we're kind of feeling like kind of like jacked a little bit because we're looking at it like, okay, if it is just like an accumulator spring or something, like easy fix. But yeah. we can tell the dealer that we have to pull the transmission out. Like, you know, we're so we're we're just kind of gathering all this information in our back pocket to you know to go into negotiations with on this truck. Yeah. And as we're driving, my price is going down, down, yeah. down. Like <laughs> I, I walked into the dealership thinking to myself, you know, they're asking fifteen or fifteen nine for it. If I can get them anywhere near ten, I'm good. And by the end of the test no. drive, I was <laughs> hesitant to offer five. Yeah, you, I think you said six, and then when you were in there, you told them five. Yeah, I, but as it's as it kind of sat there with me, I I kind of realized that I I almost didn't even want to make an offer. I don't but, blame you. I don't yeah. I don't I don't blame you. But at, at the same at the same time, you got to try because if we were to get it for five, holy shit! Yeah, I mean if you get it for five, I'm I'm down to dick around and see what happens. Yeah. Anyhow, so we we finish the drive and um we get back to the dealership oh back, let's back, hold on can we back up for a second here because i totally forgot when while we're looking at this thing oh no. <laughs> while it's uh was it even running no we were trying to start it yeah. i think and uh this guy just comes up hey you know just like looking at it too as we're like three dudes deep in this excursion with a scan tool <laughs> yeah he rolled up <laughs> they in thought like we, a, i think they thought we worked there or something yeah he rolled up in like a, a 12 valve manual dually yeah you know, and he, I'm sure he was thinking the same thing. We were like, oh, excursion, these are hot. Some dickheads are trying to work on them. Yeah, work them over. Them. Yeah. <laughs> and they were like, oh, and, and I rec, you and I both were kind of like, I feel like I know that guy, but I, do. Yeah. I don't remember. I couldn't tell for sure. Um, and they were like, no, man, we're trying to buy it. We're trying to figure exactly what's going on with this thing. And he was like, hmm. And then mm-hmm. ended up just leaving. Um, which, so oh, you. Oh, right on, man. Yeah. Um, so we get back and uh, park it. And before I can even like get into the office to speak to her again, someone else has already pulled up and is looking at the excursion that we just parked. <laughs> um, so I, I walk in and I sit down and I've got the scan tool in my yeah, hand. Scan tool with with, <laughs> with the with a data log that shows recommended fixing procedures. This Snap-on scan tool is badass. It is. Okay? It is. It, it, after it did a full diagnostic on the engine, like high idle, low idle, high idle, low idle, just started doing all the random stuff in the park. It took like ten minutes, and we had it connected to Wi-Fi. It would it told you like. These are the codes. These are the top five reasons these codes come up. This is what you got to do. Give a chart and all sorts of kind of cool yeah, shit. Yeah, it was, was like, really awesome. It was like badass. <laughs> and so I've got this thing in my hand, and Ben is sat down at the table, and I'm standing next to him, and he's like, so there's this, there's that. You know, the, We're telling her about this transmission shift. And as Ben's talking, I just turned the scan tool around, <laughs> and I just desk. sat it down on the table, and I was like, eh? Yeah. So I, she kind of like was like, well, where are you at? I was like, I'll be honest, there's some stuff that I don't like on there. Um, you know, the transmission's got to come out. We've got some other stuff going on. There's probably an injector that needs some attention. Uh, the suspension <laughs> needs some attention. I'll be honest, I'm at, I'm at five grand, like dead in the face. And she's like, no way, we're not even the same universe. I'm like, okay, that's fine. But okay. here's what's wrong with that. <laughs> and, and then I was like, I, 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 I don't remember exactly how everything went, but I feel like I said to the point of, and you can correct me on this. Because you were sitting there watching, I was in the heat of the moment. Yeah. So, you know, I feel like I said, well, now that I mean, now that that's off the table, just so you know, like yeah. th- this thing has a hellacious two to three shift. If you can like lock the door and come with us, I will make it happen for you right now with a scan tool 
and you can see what's going on. Like there is something not right with that transmission. Uh, not only that, but you know, we ran these diagnostics on there and you got some other stuff going on. Um, you know, if, and she was kind of looking at it, looking at me, I was like, if you want to take a picture of it, go for it. Like, and I, I think she may have been fake, genuine interested. I'm not sure, but she was basically like, yeah, I mean, for the pricing, she's like, that's, that's less than we even got it in for it. And I was like, that's fine. Like I'm at the, deep down. I'm kind of like, I'm really, really glad I didn't get it. And I didn't want it anymore. Um, I just full heartedly wanted her to, and I, I truly, truly think, and, and I try and think the best of people. I, yeah. I think she was just doing her job. Oh, 100%, 100%. I think that whoever the owner was or whoever brought that in, whoever told her told her that this thing was perfect cherry, nothing wrong with it. So what she has to go off of is it's perfect cherry, nothing wrong with it. Well, you know, and nobody at a used car, car dealership is going to sit there and, you know, agree with you that there's all these problems with this car that are trying to sell and get top dollar for. I mean, let's face it. Every single car that they sell, they're trying to get top dollar for. I mean, that's exactly. Just, and everything they have is going to be perfect. There's nothing wrong with it. Blah, 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 blah. Um, so the moral of that story is, is, is obviously don't trust any car dealerships as far as what they're telling you about the vehicle, especially the salesman. Um, more than likely they probably haven't even drove the vehicle. Um, <clears throat> you know, cause she, she had even said that like, Oh, my boss drove it and he didn't mention anything about that. He drove it home and blah, blah, blah. It's like, of course you'd say that. <laughs> of course yeah. you'd say that. And it's not, it's not to bash on them or anything. I know they're just, like you said, just trying to do their job. Um, but at the same time, it's like, gosh, can't we use a little truth now and yeah. again? In a, if you're trying to, you know, be a reputable, reputable car dealership and, you know, you know, let's, you know, let's face some facts here on this, yeah. on this stuff. You know, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of sad that, you know, car dealerships have that type of, uh, you know, stigma to them, yeah. but it, they're not helping change it, <laughs> change it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. What they're doing, you know, those, the type of things that they did there was, was, I mean, again, no fault of their own. At the same time though, I keep on saying that, but they had a service shop there. <laughs> like yeah. they had a service shop. And then I'm really going to try to get into, into specifics on this one, but they also mentioned that a, a well-known other diesel shop in the area that we know yeah. personally Gave it a clean um, bill of health. Gave it a 100% clean bill of health, blah, blah, blah. And I, I'm i not trying to, like, stir up any shit here or anything like that. Um, if the situation presents itself and I have a moment, I, I may call them because I know them. Yeah. Just not to, like, rag on them by any means. Just for basically, I have two, I have two questions for them. One, did you actually look at it? And two, whether you did or didn't and whatever you did or did not tell them, this is what they're saying. Yeah. So, I mean, for all I know, they could have told her or told the dealer, told that dealership, like, hey, man, this thing's got all kinds of issues, blah, blah, you know, all, all of this. Gave them, like, the real deal. And then they said, okay. Yeah. And just lied. Well, well, you know? if any, it's like, I don't think it's out of our bounds to call them and be like, hey, and double check, because here's the thing, the shop that we, that they say that looked at it that we know of, they're a reputable shop. Like, like we've had like them, for like we've had we've dealt with them for years and years and years. They put an engine in Cooper's truck. Yeah. So I mean like, they they're they're definitely a reputable shop. We know the owner. We trust him. He's a mm -hmm. good dude. Um, so if anything, if there's a, a a used car dealership that is saying that this shop looked at it, gave it a perfect clean bill of health, that 
doesn't go back to the dealership. That goes back to him. Mm-hmm. And we don't we don't want him to have this, you know, this 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 stupid excursion hanging over his head, you know, for yeah. be, be, you know because this dealership decided to say one thing when he said something else. So I I I really do want you to call them and, and, and ask them about that because that you know it'd be like hey you know well this dealership is telling people that you did this. I'm just I know you. And I know the work that you do and mm. this something wasn't driving here. Yeah, I, I would I, I guess I mean now that I think about it more and you mentioned that, like I if the situation were reversed, I would want someone to reach out to me. If I was a shop owner and somebody like called my shop and said, Hey, the, you know, this dealership said you gave this truck a perfect clean bill of health and now I've got all these problems with it, like mm-hmm. what the hell? Like would you yeah. how do you miss this? I'd be calling up that dealership and go, you know what? we're done. Yeah. I don't want any of your cars anymore. I've, I've got a reputation to whip, you know, to, to, to keep up on. And you guys doing that crap, especially if he has like a work order that shows recommended, 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 yeah. recommended, recommended. And they just decline. Went, they just went and threw it away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and even to the point where like, as I was, as we were leaving, more people even showed up to look at it. Um, <laughs> and I, I'm not that kind of, she had said already got someone financed for it. Yeah, I was like, I'm <laughs> like, sure you do. Oh, man. Um, I basically left it off with, like, you have my contact info. If it doesn't sell or sudden changes, you know, give me a call. I, I highly doubt she was going to, and she didn't because it ended up selling. But, you know, I, I walked out of there, head held high, best intentions. Like, I feeling like I pretty much dodged a bullet. You yeah, know? I feel like, like you did, too. Like, I'm, I'm glad. Well, after leaving there, I'm glad you didn't get it. I'm very glad, especially now. Like, yeah. today, as I sit in the seat, I didn't get it. But that also, because um, you guys know how you know my wife and our team work this kind of stuff. Walking away from something that your wife knows that you want really bad because it's not a good choice. Points. That's points, buds. <laughs> oh yeah. Like that's uh, that built up a whole lot of credit there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I, I want to say like maybe I grew up a little bit that day, but. Yeah, I I knew what I wanted and I stuck to my guns and I'm glad I did. Yeah, I guess that's the way to put it. You yeah, know, Ben grew up a little bit. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> so after that, yeah, we decided to go with Brian to <laughs> to pick up an engine to pick up an engine at a scrapyard. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay, and everybody everybody listens like so. But if you haven't been to a scrapyard in a while, yeah, there's something enjoyable about walking around and just looking at shit that people have scrapped or yeah. people are taking apart i mean like so brian's doing his thing trying to get his engine and, like me and better just kind of moseying around just kind of looking at stuff and saw a couple ford rangers a full ranger man <laughs> anyway so we're sitting there waiting for this guy to bring this freaking giant forklift thing out to lift this engine yeah and i look over i'm like ben there's a red OBS right there. And, <laughs> and we, we start going, we start beelining straight to this red OBS because it looked like it was completely, like it was complete. And it looked yeah. like it was relatively like decent. Like it looked kind of out of place for the scrapyard. Yeah. I mean, the, the sign on the windshield said it was it was a runner. Like it, it ran. Right. We, we, we And we didn't even know it was a power stroke until we got up to it. I'm like, yeah. Ben, this is a freaking power stroke, dude. God, it's a freaking, freaking power stroke. And we start, look at, we start looking at it and I'm like, this thing ain't so bad. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Ben, buy this truck and put your engine in. <laughs> Transfer your blue truck in this thing. Like, let's do something. Until we open the door. Yeah. My God, something. <laughs> I think 
five things died in there. Yeah. If not, maybe a human. I have no idea, but that was terrible. But there was that cool little Volkswagen. I don't even know what kind of Volkswagen that was. Yeah, was I don't cool. even think I've ever seen one. I don't even know what the hell it was. That was cool. There was a little uh, uh, Ford Maverick, an old Ford Maverick yeah. sitting there, but some Ford Rangers, Ford some Ford Rangers. Rangers, but it just, if I wasn't married, <laughs> <laughs> the amount of shit that I would have in my house, in my garage, like there's just something about going around a scrapyard and just like looking at something and going, I can fix that. That's that seriously right there like i could i could i could do something with that who's one of those oh yeah, yeah that'd be cool it's got have. good bones yeah <laughs> <laughs> so so scrapyards are fun and i forgot how how fun scrapyards are i remember so my first car when i when i was 16 years old or i actually got it when i was like 15 but anyways um was a 1963 ford fairlane two-door post car 302 four-speed bench seat cool mm. it was cool as shit for a 16 year old kid Hell like yeah. driving like a little like you know classic i if anybody knows anything about like classic ford cars they're my absolute dream car the car that i that i want to this day is a 1964 ford fairlane um but the the series of car that i am just absolutely in love with it, they call it the, the thunderbolt the T-Bolt mm -hmm. or whatever you want to call it, the Ford Fairlane Thunderbolt, which they only made a hundred of them in 64. And it was a, a two-door post car with a 427 side oiler, four-speed, badass. Like this, they called it the Hemi Eater back in the day. Because stripped it was, down. Yeah, stripped down, fiberglass doors, fiberglass hood, fiberglass bumper, uh, fiberglass trunk lid. Radio delete. Radio delete. Uh, heater, de I think even had a heater delete on the, on the Thunderbolts, but... Super cool car, right? Well, they have this hood that they use on the Galaxies. Uh, it's called a teardrop hood. And, and I wanted one, right? And, you, you know, so you can't find an original one. So what I did was I bought a fiberglass teardrop that you graft into a steel hood. You mm -hmm. rivet it, you know, and do all the body work and whatnot. But I needed an extra hood because I didn't want to cut my original 63 hood. And so me, my dad, and my brother... Uh, go out. I, I can't remember where this place was at, but it was this guy's house that had nothing but classic cars on this hillside of this field, like hundreds of them. And I was in absolute heaven, <laughs> just heaven, right? I finally find a 63 Fairlane. So I get the hood off and I, I had to get a couple other little parts, but it just took me back to that day. Like, and again, if I, if I wasn't married, like <laughs> my neighbors would me dude <laughs> would hate me because i would like oh that car has potential that car has potential like, yeah i'd be jesse like jesse yeah. has like 30 rigs yeah <laughs> like one junkyard to another yeah yeah so that was our that was our saturday that was a good little saturday yeah well the and then uh earlier in the week tyler had sent me an ad for another excursion that was kind of on my oh. radar kind of wasn't and i happened to uh that weekend uh <laughs> after <laughs> Won twenty five hundred dollars at the <laughs> casino after that. It was a great weekend for me. Yeah. Hung out with the boys on Saturday and won a bunch of money on Sunday. <laughs> like, yeah, so we uh, <laughs> we stopped by the other dealership because it was on the way out of town. Um, that particular excursion was sold, but they were expecting another one in that week, so I left my number for it. It was cloth seats. I don't, I didn't want cloth seats, but I figured, you know what the hell? They seem to go quick. So. Yeah. But yeah, so then we, we drove home and I gave my wife the news and and whatnot, and we kind of just regrouped and like, all right, well. And the good thing is, the longer I wait for an excursion, the more better set up I am. 
Yeah, and yeah. we were talking about it on the way back. I'm like, dude, every time you've thought about one or even when you started looking at, at them when you weren't like 100% serious, you were just mm-hmm. kind of looking at something for the family. We were finding them all day long for anywhere from 10 to 20. I mean, yeah. I mean, we were finding them all day long. So I was like, Ben, don't like, don't get stressed about it. Like you will find the one. Like it will, it, yeah. you'll, you'll find it. This I promise did, you. This did not have the feeling of, you know, like – if I don't get this, am I going to feel like this is like a one that got away? That yeah. type of thing. Like I, I did not feel that way at all. I was, yeah. I was more so almost like aggressively happy that I didn't get it. <laughs> yeah, I, w- I was stoked on you for not getting it. Yeah, so I was almost like aggressively happy that I didn't do it. Yeah. Yeah. So that leads us into coming up to the next episode because after that i well I, I, this will give you a quick little interlude i guess into the I, I went home and then sunday i decided you know let's get the blue truck finished because if you guys a small blue truck update we'll do a full episode on this but i'm doing the gears in the blue truck that's torn apart right now i'm ready to start actually putting gears in and set those up um i finally got my setup bearings all all set up on my pinion and everything like that and then i go to put it in like really just literally just getting the pinion where it needs to be with the setup bearings on there. And I'm hitting, you know, my yoke, you know, hitting the the nut for the yoke on there to get the yoke on the pinion and whatnot with my inner and outer bearing and whatnot. And I I bottom it out. I'm like, I'm like, man, what what am I missing? You know, I take it apart, look at it, put it back together. Like what in the hell is going on? And I'm looking at it, and I'm like, I ran, I'm I'm out of threads, but I still have splines coming out, and I like I can't put any pressure on the bearings. Yeah. So I'm thinking to myself, this is exactly what I didn't want to happen. Like I've yeah. now like a wrong part, or you know, I've <laughs> now screwed myself into. And I went through and inventoried all my parts and compared them. I even counted the teeth next to each other. Blah 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 blah. blah. The one thing I didn't actually measure. So I have the old pinion, took them out, and I set them side by side next to each other, and just the pinion that came out of the axle is about a the splines are about a a quarter you know a little bit over a quarter inch there's just less of them and it's overall shorter i'm like (sighs) so and i'm like all right well you know i I haven't had anybody call me back with this issue so it can't be that big of a deal like trying to talk myself off the ledge right i'm in the garage what am i doing wrong cussing up a storm you know, my wife was all like excited because I'm getting ready to finish the truck today and i'm over in there just like i am screwed so I, i literally think i googled like sterling uh axle or yoke too short for pinion or something like that like literally just trying to find it and immediately like 50 posts pop (laughs) pop up i'm like oh thank god it's a common issue yeah (laughs) so uh let it be known for sterling axles um and this this uh the the housings do not change um well there are very small changes in them but for the most part they do not um the early Sterling axles uh, had a short pinion, uh, typically aftermarket gears or the later model Sterling axles. I want to say from like 96 or 97 up use what's called a long pinion, um, which is just what it sounds like. It's a long pinion. It's actually more desirable because it has less potential to come loose because it's a longer pinion to work with. You got more, more. Um, all you got to do is basically get a yoke from a, later model axle basically like a super duty or something like that same spline count same everything yeah so i uh i was like oh okay all right started looking around no one really had one on the shelf so i decided to and actually just did this today today is wednesday my dudes um i brought my my the drive shaft uh with the transfer case um you yoke on there yeah. and then the yoke for the rear 
And I'm just brought it straight to a driveline shop. And so they look, this is what I need, you know, and, and he pretty much kind of knew what I was talking about once I got into it with him a little bit. And I was like, honestly, whatever it needs, balance it, whatever, clean it, grease it, take it apart, put it back together. I just want to do this once and that's it. And he called me back like, where'd you go? Six dates. Wow. Yeah. Called me back like three hours later. He's like, yeah, it's done. Um, the front new joint is actually perfectly fine. Um, took the boot off, threw some grease in there. Splines look good. Put a new boot on there or put the old boot back on because it wasn't even torn. Yeah. Just put new clamps on it. Uh, cut off the ears for the uh, universal joint or the U-joint in the back because I had to put a bigger one on to fit the bigger yoke. Mm-hmm. Welded them back on, balanced it. It's ready to be picked up. 200 bucks. Like, Right on. Right on. Like I, <laughs> Me trying to do it on my own would have been virtually impossible. So Yeah. Um, literally picked it up today, so I hope I can finish up this weekend. But uh, yeah. that's going to wrap up this episode. Yeah. The next episode, we're talking about goodness yeah one of the best mondays ever yeah so don't forget to bring your buddies to the car dealership with you when you're checking it out make sure, maybe if your buddy's got a scan tool bring that too yeah I mean, seriously. Story. and don't trust anything that they say yeah don't do that if, if you got a friend <laughs> with a snap-on scan tool you know or maybe he's like a friend of a friend throw him a hundred bucks yeah. buy him a case of beer like hey man would you mind even if you don't know exactly what you're looking at i kind of know what i need to look at if you can just yeah. bring that up on the scan tool it doesn't have to be the brand new $9,000 scan tool. I mean, no. literally, this, this truck's been out for over 20 years. Yeah. It needs, just needs to be a recent one. Yeah. Like, <laughs> in the last, I'd say, decade. How about yeah. that? Does that work yeah. for you? And you it, might not be able to change the mind of the people that sell on the truck, but at least you have peace of mind for yourself uh, and making sure that you're getting a good deal. So, yeah, that's all uh, that matters. Shameless plug for our own stuff. Uh, everything that we watched on there, I'm fairly certain we could have done on an auto ingenuity. Yeah. Check um, them so out. if you've got a PC or windows based laptop, Perfect. Um, auto ingenuity Ford bundle allows you to plug into the OBD two port and then plug it into a laptop. Make sure you got a good battery and then basically look at anything and everything you want to, not only just like what the sensors are reading, but the voltage of these sensors themselves, which is huge on a seven, three and six. Oh, that being said, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Make sure you tune into the next episode when you hear about my excursion, which I own now. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe and check us out at dieselpowerproducts.com.